Welcome to Clydesdale Media. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off at checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 Season Series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? So good to be back with you all. Uh, we are here at the Clydesdale Media doing our 2023 Athletes of the CrossFit Games season, and we are with none other than Kelly Baker. Kelly, how are you doing? I'm doing well. So uh, it's been a week and a half since quarterfinals ended. Mm -hmm. uh, the last we spoke, it was Saturday night, um, I think, maybe even Friday Friday. It all blurred together. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah, I think it actually was Friday night. Okay. Um, and then I talked to your coach on Saturday night, okay, and then yeah. Sunday we just we kind of went dark. We were all tired from the weekend yeah. and and just moved on. Um, so going into that last day, you were in the top ten in the world. Yeah, I didn't have. I, wanted, I just want to get this out of the way so we can move on to more fun things. <laughs> And um, that last event seemed to be the one trip up you had on the weekend. Yeah. So can you walk us through what happened there? Yeah, I think um, I do have a little bit of a regret by just not doing it Saturday night and then re redoing it again on Sunday. Because after we, after I did it, I had said to my coach, like, I might just bike for 30 minutes and do it again because I just, I was so proud of my execution on all my other workouts because I really felt like I, I put myself, I put myself so far out there. I did everything I could to get my best result that I could even on workout four. I was most proud of that workout. And at that point it was my worst of the four workouts. Um, but I just felt like my effort was a hundred percent. I just gave it everything I had. And I went into that fifth workout, just not really, not that not having a plan like we did, but I was back to feeling like very insecure as an athlete or something. I broke up everything a ton um, with just this fear that I was going to fall apart on the rope climbs. Then even at the rope climbs, I just was just mentally just, doubting myself to jump back on the rope when it just was so n not who I've been and not what I've been trying to do in training. So more than anything, it wasn't like where I felt, Oh, I, like I fall, I fell on the leaderboard. I ended up 10 spots further down in the world or, you know, I ended up ended up now fourth in the West. So I did the job that I needed to do, but it was just to leave on that note. I just felt a little bit more disappointed in myself in terms of effort, like to a point where this is so not me as an athlete, but I like spent the ride home from that day, just crying just out of pure, like maybe it's an emotional weekend, but also just the only thing I care about this season is just feeling proud of myself and my effort and every, every training session and everything I do. And I just felt like I didn't deliver the effort that I felt like, me that I talk to every day deserved. So it wasn't so much. I'm so disappointed in what the outcome of that workout landed on the leaderboard, because even if everyone had a shit workout and that put me and gave me a really good placing, 
I still would have felt the same way that I just didn't feel like I left my, left it all out there. So that that's just where that workout stands for me. So let's try to put a silver lining on this. It happened in quarterfinals. You had a huge lead going into that moment. If you're going to have that moment to analyze and figure out, it's probably the right time to have it, right? Yeah. And I, I think there's a reason for everything. Like maybe a little part of it's like humble yourself. No. Um, I mean, I have worked incredibly hard to get to here and I, and I know that it just wasn't a fluke, but um, I, I, I think in some bigger picture, it's, there was a reason why it's, it left me really hungry to get back to training and just try not to have that happen again. So. So it's really hard for me to like title what your season is because I want to lean towards comeback, but you didn't really go anywhere. Right. You just, you just were doing team and other things, but you, you were not on people's on the forefront of people's minds as an individual athlete coming into this season. We grabbed you because we thought you were going to do big things. Right. And we had belief in you. You had belief in you. What does it mean when you hit the quarterfinal workouts and finish top five in the West and you are in the perfect place going into semifinals? So what's, sorry, what's the question then? <laughs> what does it mean to you? Oh, what does it because, mean? Yeah. Like you, you had to believe in yourself even though like, and I don't know how much of the, the noise you listen to that goes around the space. That's my job to do that. So I hear it all. And like, there were, there were rumblings like, oh my gosh, Kelly Baker. Oh my, like, oh my gosh, Kelly Baker, like all weekend, like, wait, where'd she come from? And, but you knew, like, I've been watching you since the, the meat squad days. Like I knew who, like, and it just seemed like everybody's like, holy shit, where'd she come from? Yeah. I think that was my whole career. Um, like even when I was an individual in 2017, 2018, like on day three or four, whatever it is of 2017, it was like, hold on, there's a chance you're going to be top five. Like you might make games. And it's, I, I think the big reason, and, and it's no to no one's fault, but I'm just not a home run hitter. I think we've talked about this before. Like I'm not going to win many events, but I also don't feel like I'm going to come last in many events. So um, I think it's like, uh, maybe it's a good thing to just be like a silent killer. And um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think maybe if I was a little bit younger, a part of me would feel like I, like a little bit disappointed that I don't get backed. Like for instance, someone had sent me Savan's podcast and how like he was like, well, no way she's making games. Like I I don't even listen to him, but um, nothing against him. I just, it's not like the podcast that I listen to. And it is like, does put a little chip on my shoulder to try to say like last year I ended up like 30th in the open this year. I ended up like 20 something in the open or maybe it was like 30th in the U S but 20 something in the open. And then um fourth and like, you know, in sem or going into semis. And then I just won TFX. Like I do feel like I have 
some data that could give me credibility of like, oh, she, you know, I'm going to root for her. I'm going to back her. But because I just haven't been in the game because I'm 31, I think that it's really easy to write me off. Um, I don't know. So when it's someone like Savan, like again, nothing against him, but my favorite, one of my favorite sayings is like, a lion doesn't turn around when it hears a puppy bark. So like what he says is like, I don't know, like that's not going to affect me. No. Oh my gosh. I, I need to get a, like a nice print of that quote and put it up on the wall. That is awesome. I love that. Um, so yeah, so we were, and maybe it's this, we were talking with Carolyn Prevo on Sunday and you know, she is going to be the oldest person in the East at 33. It has become such a young person's game that those of you guys in your thirties, like, I think people are forgetting that you're there. I mean, it does make sense though. Like look at the NFL, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, some of those guys are like 31, 30, like, what are they still doing in the league? They've been in the league for 11 years or however long they've been. But, um, yeah, I mean, at some point, like physically you can only take so much, but I don't know. I think there's something to be said for having experience and being on that floor before. And, um, I mean, I'm excited for what the next generation is doing and what, you know, it's incredible watching Mal's scores this weekend. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like how, how did she get that score? Um, so yeah, I mean, to what I would have done to have started this sport when I was, you know, 15 years old, that would have been nice. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to count this old dog out. That's for sure. Yeah. And there's something to be like, you talk about the NFL there's also been a growing trend of early retirements, right? People who started too young and are just, I don't want any more concussions. I don't want any more yeah. whatever. <clears throat> and I know that doing CrossFit at the level you guys are doing it can beat up your body, right? And what's that toll? We don't know what that toll is going to be like because the sport is so young. Yeah, I, I'd almost challenge that where like I'm, I played division one college soccer. I'm way fitter now than I was at 20 years old. Um, so it's not that I think it's the mental grind of this sport is really hard to sustain for multiple years. Um, it's like not, I'm not surprised that athletes retire when they're still like, like for example, Carrie Pierce, still at her peak, still super fit, didn't leave for an injury, but she was just done because it's a lot of time and energy. And it, like, I think I leave every single day and I'm just like sit in my car and like, this sport's really hard. This sport's really hard. And to be one of the, trying to be one of the best, <clears throat> you've got to be mentally in it at all times. And even just shit that you don't realize like is a part of training like today in the middle of the workout like I just had my coach turn the music off like what else what other factor can we do that's just gonna try to build some sort of mental toughness but then it's like now I'm doing echo bike with power cleans ghds with no music by myself in a gym with just my coach and it's like 
I, I know the sport's fun, but it's those, you're only having fun when you're doing well and you got to go through some shit to do well. And I think that's where it's different than maybe the NFL where physically you can take, you know, like take a Froning, for example, he's physically still so able to compete at the, at the elite level, but he's like, I spent enough time away from my family. Like summers were dedicated to me and training. And now I want to coach his like son's little league baseball team. And, um, so I just think priorities start to shift too. I think, and I'm going to get to a question to comment in a second, but I heard Rich say, they asked him if he would go back to individual ever. And he goes, you know, I don't, I don't know that I can push to that dark space again. Like I don't when really- I'm on team, I didn't really have to do that. And like, I just don't know if I have it in me to do that again. And that to me is enough. Like that, if you can't do that anymore, then you probably are ready to not compete. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know if I believe that. I think he still could. I think it's, <laughs> You know, I think he's realized like, which a lot of people do, like family sacrifices a lot for you to do this sport. Like I'm newly married and thank God I have someone that's so supportive, but like, I'm just even like quarter miles weekends or uh, if I'm competing or just have a hard train day, like I just don't really want to talk when I get home. I'm just exhausted, like mentally and physically just exhausted that I'm just like, can we just be around each other and just... I don't know if I have the space to just talk right now. And you need someone that like supports that. And a lot of people might not, and not saying that rich didn't because he definitely did. But also I just think at some point we, you got to start, you know, being there for your spouse or for your family a little bit more. And I respect the hell out of him for that. So Elise asks, what is your why? So I struggled with this pretty hard, I think, for a lot of my career. I think a lot of my career, my why was to like prove to whoever. I always was trying to, like whether it was like my boyfriend at the time I was competing with, I, after we were done team, I felt like I needed to still make it for some reason for some, like for these outside reasons. And and then when going team, my why was because I just really loved the sport and I wanted to have fun and I wanted to be surrounded by people that, you know, were like-minded, but it was always with team. I don't know if I really believed like, we're going to go and win the entire thing. It was my why was just because I liked to compete with people and I thought it was just fun. Maybe a part of me didn't know if I had the full belief that I would make it as an individual and that was a good crutch, like just to be honest. Um, a big part of me was really, it was really hard to say no to a couple of really good teams this year solely for that reason of like being so vulnerable and it would be easier to go team. And if, if I didn't make it, it's not just my name. It's, you know, again, just trying to be honest and and real, but right now, like my why is so much just because I want to prove it to me. Um, and I'm really doing my best to not let that get away because I think it starts to be easy when you have success. Like, am I still doing it for me? Am I doing it now because of sponsors? Am I doing it now because some people are doubting me and telling me I can't do it, but now I need to prove people wrong. Like in the end, 
no one really gives a shit about how well I do. Uh, my family maybe, but like no one's life is ruined if I don't make games, but I just want to be able to, I've always set that as my goal. And I, I feel like this is the first year I could really give it my all to do. So like, unless you have a, a why that's more intrinsic than just those external motivators, it's really hard to, like I said, sit in a gym, do echo bike cleans and GHDs with no music because you're trying to prove something to someone else. I, I'm just, I want to be able to say I did it for me. So that, that would just be my why. Was there a moment where that ep epiphany happened where you said, I want one shot to prove to myself that I can do this? And was there a catalyst to that? Or is it just like, did it develop over time? Uh, I think after last open, I started to get a little bit more of a belief like, I can do this. Like what's the only thing that's stopping me is like, what's between my ears. Like I'm physically capable. And after we would went team and games was over, I was just like, I, I, I want to know, I don't want to have any regrets when I get older. And there was like, there is a little bit of pressure at my age and getting married of having kids and when that timeline is and things like that. And, and that was something obviously I had to talk to my husband about and, I also just want to be able to say to my kids, like, yeah, like mom really gave it her all. And I think I would have been lying to them if I, if I didn't, if I didn't go for it. So I noticed you have that bracelet on now hmm. and I'm showing it up on the screen. If, if you can see that, um, and it says you can. And this is pinned, I think it's pinned to your Instagram. Um, is that what you look at in those times where you're doing echo bike cleans, no music? Yeah, it's nice to have something like written on my or have something on my wrist at all times. Um, I'm really working on just trying to be as like positive in everything in the language that I use for sure. Um, like we got 10 spots. It's pretty funny. One guy at the gym who I'm pretty close with, we got 10 spots. It just got released. And he's like, you guys got 10 spots. And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, what's your goal? And he, I was like, I would like to be top five. And he's like, you'd like to be top five or you are top five. And I was just like, uh, I am top five. He's like, you're not really convincing anyone by saying it that way. So that's just been like our inside thing with me and him. It's just like every day, just saying like, like either we're writing it down or saying it to each other, like, no, I am top five. And just, you know, if I don't believe it, then I don't know if anyone else will. So. Yeah. Well, I do want to say that this show gives a shit what, how you do. Oh, thanks. Um, we're, we're documenting this story because uh, you have been one of our favorites since the first time we ever interviewed you. And we want you to have nothing but the, the best success I do want to have one question about workout two. Um, I noticed on your Instagram and I'm going to try to share it again is that you did your crisscross applesauce without a beaded rope. Yeah. Was, is this the right one? Yeah, that's the right one. Maybe not. Cause is it's a right uh, dumbbell Sanchez. Yeah. It's, it's at the end. Yeah. 
Um, I noticed in the video you were using a regular, like looks like RX Mark Gear jump rope. Yeah. Uh, look look honest, at that. I do have like, it was not that in the end it doesn't fucking matter, but sorry. But <laughs> it just is one of those things that it should just been on the equipment list. Like I get that they put the word dump, like jump ropes, but when you have a tool that just makes it astronomically easier for some people, like, and then just some gyms happen to have them, it's like, come on, man. So yeah, I, I, my coach and I, we had already said when the workouts got released, like we're not complaining about any of the workouts until Monday but we just have to make do with what we can. So I just used like a longer rope, but I see some people doing these and I'm just like, I didn't trip up once. Like what the frick? And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it just should have been, I'm fine with the movement. I, I, I know it's like hated on that. Why, why are we doing crossovers, whatever it may be, but it's just more, it should have just been on the equipment list it's recommended to have this rope. It's, it's, yeah. So I actually, I've, I've been doing crossover singles with the regular rope forever. Cause I just get bored. Yeah. Like, like honest to God, like it's my party trick. Like I'm the, I'm the big guy in the corner that can do crossover singles. Like they're nothing. Yeah. Um, and even way better than my double unders. So like, so when it came and, and then up, when yeah. everybody's complaining about it, I was like, why are you guys complaining? This is, they're easy. Yeah. Now I will say with the regular rope, like when you miss, it hurts. Like you oh. whip yourself pretty good. Um, but we actually used to be sponsored by RX Mark here. So I actually have the Frio. Yeah. There, whatever with, right, it has the beaded. Nice. Yeah. That has the beaded thing in it. And I've never used it. I've never used the beaded part of the rope. Okay. And then my, the funniest thing this week has been my co-host Amy and Kat both qualified for age group quarterfinals and there's no rope and they're, and they've both mastered the crossovers. I mean, it's just like anything, like I'm sure they did a bunch of V-ups, I'm sure whatever it will be. And they probably won't see them. I said, I bet on my life, there's going to be bear crawl or something like that. Everyone's like, why the hell are we doing bear crawl? But I mean, it is what it is. My, I thought I'm fine with new tests. I just thought it was really interesting that the standard for those V-ups were very specific on how you had to do the movement. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like a lot of times this was like on one of the guys at the gym was telling me that he was listening to a podcast, but they were saying like, it's kind of the first time that someone was really told how to get from point A to point B. Like in CrossFit, like if you were doing Tota Bar, you can do it any way you want. You just have to make sure you start with your legs behind you and then the toes have to hit. So you could, you can bend your knees, you could do a running start, you can do whatever you want to get from point A to point B. So now it's adding in this factor of how you get from point A to point B. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, Spiegel says uh, Turkish getups. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Turkish get-ups for time. I'm fucking sad. <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean, who knows? I just think... We, I don't we know. We did those all the time when I first started CrossFit. All the time. 
I don't think I've done a Turkish get up in three years. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Even with a lot of, a lot of the penalties that had happened, especially people that got major penalties and then all the ones that got major penalties pretty much got them revoked and they're right back at the top of the leaderboard. So I don't know. I just, I, I can't blame CrossFit because it's just like, it is what it is, but I, there's just gotta be, why are we introducing all these new things into that are so hard to judge? That's, that right. was my old thing. So I'm getting off on a tangent, but I just think the, the VFs, no, no. the not having, I was the thinking right, the same thing. Like I'm personally just think, I love that they put a standard recently on uh, how far away equipment has to be. Because I remember in the open, it was like people's setups changed how well they would do on the workout. Like if you're a rower, if you were doing rowing and toe to bar, it was like, I can put my rower right underneath my toe to bar. And some people had to have it somewhere because they were doing it with multiple people, whatever it may be. But um, I like that they're now standardizing like how far your equipment has to be so that everyone's transitioning the same amount. So it's like, we're starting to get things like that squared away, but it just should be, everyone has an even playing field. And that's the only part that I didn't really like about the double unders or the crossovers. So here's my, my response to you on the open. When the open was qualifying people directly for the games, there should have been a standard. Now that it's top 10%, that stuff probably doesn't prevent any of the elite athletes from moving on. Yeah, maybe, but I just, I just do like it. Like if you're going to have something where people are signing up and paying money, like it's still $50 that all these people are doing for the quarterfinals and they should be doing it the same quarterfinals. I do. Yeah. I do think there should be. Yeah. Like if you're the, an elite athlete or you're predicted to make semis or games, no matter where your equipment is, you're going to get through the top 10%. Uh, yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying four quarterfinals, I really do think like, yeah, everyone needs to have that standard solely because you're paying so much money. You should be treated like an elite athlete, not just, yeah. So that I, I do agree. Right. But even with the, the open, like the, how far your fingertips were from the barbell or from the um, bar, it was like, all right. If you, I just happen to get really lucky that we have a bar at my gym that's right above my fingertips, you know, and some people were jumping like at higher bars because they just didn't have that luxury of it being right there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just going off on a tangent. Some things can be. Changed. So, yeah, we'll leave this for Hiller to debate and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, but what I want to talk to you about real quick, and then I'm going to let you go is Pasadena. So you're off to California in yeah. about two months. Yeah. Uh, you got, the, you got top five. So you're in a good place in that last heat around all the people that you need to compete with. Um, you got 10 spots. So I think the beautiful thing at this point is if CrossFit, that last heat was a heat of 10 regardless of what they do the rest of the day. And then it's so cool for the fans to know who's in the top 10 because they're in that heat, right? And as the weekend moves on, it's so easy to tell that story. Yeah. That last That's heat fair, is yeah. who is going to the games. 
Well, unless it's the very last event, because someone in the right. heat right before that could have pushed a good time to knock someone out. So, um, yeah, I think that it's going to be just, I think it's just cool because there's so many people like 60. If you have one bad workout, you know, it's different when you take a 39th, but to take a 60 or something like that, but yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Really yeah. Awesome. I, you know, Christy is my gym owner, Christy O'Connell. You know, she would have that bad lift event at a semifinal and then have to just kill it the rest of the weekend. I wonder what that would have done in a, in a field of 60. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe then her bests are even better. Yeah. Because exactly. she's making up more ground. Yeah. Like yeah. it, it, it's going to be interesting to see because it's really our first foray into she the sixteen. She was so good at, so she. I still think she would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or her just her watch worst, her worst wouldn't be as bad because it would probably still be better than the last twenty. You know what I mean? So who knows? It'll yeah, and. And you have those outliers that are going to like throw up stupid stuff, right? Like oh, yeah. in a lift event. So just that... shake, up, shake up things for sure. Yeah. And you said you're not a home run hitter, but damn, that event three, you came pretty close to hitting a home run. I mean, even though like even Danny, like she didn't win that event and like, it just showed like she, if she probably redid it, she would have probably won the event just was like, all right, I know the time I need to be like her time was posted so early that I think other people knew like the time to be, because if there's anyone that's you're trying to be, it's going to be Danny in that workout. Um, that even other girls are just still breaking that time. So you're fucking a man. There's girls are just getting really strong. <laughs> we did that workout yesterday at our gym. I will say, I think the girls' <laughs> oh weight. Oh my gosh! I think the girls' weight should have been a little higher in comparison to the guys. I'm starting to think like 185, 275. I don't think it's. I think maybe closer to 195 would have been a little bit more closer to what the guys' times were. It was rough. I I am a, a not a burpee guy in my weight loss journey. Burpees are my struggle, and that bar felt heavy every time I went over there. And it was not enough rest to when I had to go back and do back more to of the damn burpees. <laughs> Especially the first two rounds, it was like one, and then you're right back <sighs> on the box. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I never ever thought that I would uh, be doing quarterfinal workouts, but. Christy does that. They they program games workouts and quarterfinal workouts and stuff right after. It's all about like getting the community involved. I was just talking to the coaches that program at our gym. I was like, are you going to program any of the age group stuff? And they're like, yeah, I think so. And I'm just like, how cool is that for the, we have like four age group athletes and then they get to just be alongside with other people that are going to do it too for just for fun. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what's the next, what do the next two months look like for you? A lot of work, a lot of work, but it's, it's exciting. I just, you know, my whole experience that I even said to my coach, I just want to leave no doubt like this, the next two months, like whatever we need to do. If you think about it, 
it's eight weeks. You train five days a week, one day being an active recovery. So we won't even count that as training, but so five days a week times eight day, eight weeks. So that's how many training sessions? 40. Yeah. Yeah. So 40 total days of training. And I already have a few in my pocket that I'm just like, I can give everything I need for 40 days and just need to show up all those 40 days. So it's just more me falling this, put my head on the pillow at night and just being like, I'm really proud of you. And you did everything you could today. And because my only thing is I just want to get to semis and whatever the outcome is that I'm just like, I, I did everything I could. I wouldn't have changed anything. And so. Yeah. So Spiegel says eat and get strong AF. I'm trying. <laughs> and look at it this way. Noah could do 40 days with all those animals and all that poop. Um, <laughs> so you can do, you can do 40 days. That's fair. That's true. Right. <laughs> and like, I also feel like it's important to say like, I guess I didn't realize the luxury of cutting. I cut, was able to cut down clients. I sleep nine and a half hours now. Um, I'm splitting my training session in two. I, I eat, you know, I have a nutrition coach, like all the, the things that athletes need to have. I'm just, I'm really blessed that I get to have those right now. Um, it's just, what's so remarkable to me is like people that have these crazy full-time jobs and are working night shifts and they, still are able to like still make it. And that's so inspiring, but I will say it's pretty nice to, you know, be able to take a little bit more off my plate so I can really give it my all. Because like I said, sometimes I leave those training sessions and I'm just so done. So, so the last question I swear is, are all your weddings out of the way? All the girl wine nights out of the way? Yeah. Well, um, Kelsey's, coming, Kelsey's coming this weekend. Oh, so no. I had said to her, it's her birthday. She's coming Friday. We're going out Saturday night, going to a nice dinner, going to go get some drinks. Um, and then that's it for me. Like in terms of leaving my house, we really don't have anything. Um, so I'm not traveling at all or um, no one's coming to here. I just get to have like seven straight weeks of just training and being in my routine and doing what I need to do. So and she will have just completed the team. Yeah, she's really flying the night after, like the night of. So Saturday night or Friday night, she gets in here at like 8.30. And I was saying it's, I'm really fortunate to have her as a best friend because I don't think there's anyone else in my life that I would say, hey, come stay with me for a week during like where I am in the season. But with her, it's like, okay, we can, we know we can have the balance of going out on a Saturday We'll be back into a normal routine and meal prep and food shop Sunday. We'll train together on Monday. We'll go to sleep at eight o'clock. We have the same job. So it's like really rare that you get someone that totally understands your lifestyle. And it helps that it's, you know, one of my best friends. Now you're going to make me break my promise. Does that give, knowing you have a training partner for the week, how much juice does that give you going into the week? Uh, I think our training is just going to be a little bit different. Like I'm going to be full steam ahead and she's still just coming off of quarterfinals. So, um, I don't know. But you're she, not alone. Yeah. I don't think she'll be doing, um, double sessions, but she'll hop in for certain workouts, which will just be, it's just nice to have someone going through it with, 
with you. So someone to sing to the music with someone yeah, to exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's all, she's always dancing and she's, yeah. I always say it's the Kelsey swag. <laughs> yeah. It'll be nice. Even just someone to spitball like ideas on how I, she would tackle this workout or how, you know, I think it'll be fun. Well, Kelly, this is awesome. Thank you so much for jumping on with us so far this season. And I can't wait to catch up with you in Pasadena. Yeah, there, we're going to go a little more documentary style. We're going to film you doing workouts. We're going to ask you quick questions coming off the floor. Nothing long like this. Um, but I am so stoked uh, to see you there and root you on Thank and you. hopefully punch that ticket. Yep, we will punch. I am going to be punching that ticket. You will. Yep. And with that, everybody, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for the chats. And we'll see you all next time on the Clydesdale Meets, the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games season. 